side. My name is Andriana Mabry. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist in Southern California. We're here to prevent and treat burnout together for our frontline friends and family working in this mental health field. This week in the survival guide, let me just start by affirming some of the things I believe about you. I believe that you have good intentions. I believe that you make good plans. And if you're feeling yourself drowning in work, I'd bet that it's not due to anything wrong with your effort. I believe you try. I believe you block off time in your calendar. I believe that you review your deadlines. I believe that you ask for help. And then, despite everything, sometimes you find yourself missing your goals. Something always comes up. Someone needs something. Some people would call this a boundary issue, and they would tell you to just get better boundaries. And then after they do that, everything's fixed, right? Suddenly, no, that's not how that works. I've never met anyone who is dealing with some squishy boundaries who wasn't already aware of the trouble that they're dealing with. But I've met lots of people who get stuck about what to do about their boundaries, how to stick to what they plan to do, and if they even can do anything about it. So I'm not going to be one more person telling you to get better boundaries. Instead, I'm letting you know that I think of it this way. Boundary issues might be one presenting problem. But people develop difficulties with defending their time, money, work, or emotional boundaries for lots of different reasons. So I'm inviting you to step out of this boundary loop. The boundary loop I'm talking about is when you plan and then there's a boundary violation and then you have to change the plan and then you talk to yourself about needing better boundaries and then repeat. Instead, I'm inviting you to walk in the spirit of acceptance. Just accept that if something keeps breaking, then the real line or the real boundary about that thing is somewhere else than where you think it is. Accept that there is something that might feel more important to you than following the plan and that you will do that more important thing even if it just breaks all your plans to heck. I want you to accept that there have been other conditions, priorities, or even emergencies that have taken and held your attention. Accept that you and the people and the systems around you have worked together to create this current reality. I want you to accept that there is something about the way things are going right now. The patterns that are showing up in your everyday life that serves a purpose for somebody. And I want you to accept that when you mess with the plan or you move around your boundaries, that you might actually be serving a purpose for yourself too, not just for somebody else. And I also want you to accept that if you're going to be trying something different, like trying to build a whole new brand new habit, then other things will probably need to adjust. Other people might need to adjust to make room for your new habit. You might have to adjust some things within yourself or about your outside world. 
None of this is bad. None of this is good. It just is. So after last week, here's where we are and what we're doing next. Where we are. If you use the planning for success checklist that I sent you last week, you might have noticed some things about the desk, the area you work, or the equipment in your workspace that is driving you crazy. Did you find any external things that were cutting into your productivity or your focus? How do you want to address those? In my case, I realized that I need to pack extra water for the afternoon at my office so that I don't lose half an hour and $5 running to the new tea place that's just right across the parking lot. That's where we were. Now this week, what I want you to do next is to just start comparing what you intend to do in the day and what you actually do in the day. You can record it on your calendar. You can start your day with a to-do list on a post-it note and see if you got it all. All I want you to do is just start to notice, like, is what you're intending to do matching up with what you actually do for the day? And if it's not matching up, I want you to get curious about why. Who benefited? What did you gain by pushing the boundaries of the plan? What did you lose when you changed the plan? Treat the answers to these questions as clues to what you need right now and clues to what others need right now. And then get curious about how you could find other ways to meet those needs. Could you work your needs and the needs of others into the plan on purpose so that all things can be addressed? Plan to address distractions, delays, interruptions, and yes, even failures with curiosity and acceptance and be open to new possibilities. You're welcome to drop in and meet with me. This week, I am doing some co-working sessions. So I'm taking some focused time to recenter, get caught up, and I'm inviting you to join me. I have a link to the calendar invites and the meeting links in the description. I hope that if you need to do some catching up, that you'll join me too, that you'll say hi. Uh, And I hope that if you feel yourself intending to join the co-working session, which is totally free, but you find yourself missing it anyway, that you'll get curious about why you missed it. And share that reason with me. Next week, we're going to be into May. We're going to find out together how does someone who's chronically late on her progress notes as a therapist get them done every day in May. So please join me for co-working this week and then... You're welcome to also join the Facebook group if you want to follow along with the challenge. Let me tell you that trying to build a new habit with a bunch of people watching is a very interesting experience for me. I'd love to have your feedback. I'd love to have your participation. And until May, I'm wishing you well, good luck this week, and I'll catch you soon.